Hello there, this interview that you're about to hear was originally done by me, Sam Roscoe or Chris Prince for the Blue Moon podcast sometime between 2009 and now. That means if there's anything that sounds a bit out of date or if there's anything that's an obvious topic that we've not asked the guest about, it's probably because the interview is from a long time ago. This show is basically the Blue Moon podcast interview archive. All of the new interviews that we do with former City players and managers will go live on the Blue Moon podcast first, so if you like what you hear then please go and subscribe to that and there's a new show every Friday with a look at everything on and off the pitch for City. But for now enjoy the end of this generic recorded message and enjoy the interview with the person whose name is in the title of this episode. Well it was great, you know what I mean, I, I enjoyed my time there as a young lad and uh, I obviously got asked to, to sign and uh, coming across the City, you know there was some uh, good coaches there, Colin Bell was my coach at the time and he had a big part of me coming over and, uh, and obviously like through the youth team and uh, set up, you know, there's Neil McNabb and, you know, so they're all city old school boys and, uh, but like as soon as I joined I knew that was a club that I wanted to be at, you know, it was just uh, very family orientated and uh, I loved it, I just loved it, I knew where I wanted to be from the start, there was never no, you know, another decision to go anywhere else, it was just, I was going to be at City. I just want to, uh, to, to kind of ask you about your debut, do you, rem- do you remember it at all? Uh, no, not really, I think... I think one of the games, I think Phil Neal, who might be manager, came on as sub at uh, Port Vale. It was a very bleak night, I think it was in a, in a cup game. Uh, but yeah, it was a dream come true for me, like, you know what I mean? Young lad and all of a sudden getting told, uh, you know, I was in the squad for one, it was like unbelievable. But then obviously getting on that night, it was unbelievable, the best feeling ever. I mean, you were you were at City at a time when the club was it was a very turbulent time at City. I mean, there was, there was promotions and relegations all, all in that era. Mm. As a young lad, kind of trying to break into that environment, what was it like? Yeah, there was a lot of ups and downs and different managers and obviously things with the chairmans that were going on, you know, different owners and that. But, you know, I think there was a lot of good characters, you know, in the first team dressing room. You know, you had Niall Quinn, uh, Tony Corton, all these lads. and But they were down to earth, you know what I mean? I looked up to them, but they were down to earth. You know, they were always there at hand, wanting a bit of banter with you. You could talk to them and... Uh, but it was great, I loved it at Main Road, you know. We all had his jobs to do, you know, like cleaning the boots and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was, it was a good environment. It was a homely environment, you know. And, uh, you know, every day was a privilege to get up and go to work, really. Uh, and that was my job, you know what I mean? And what more could a young lad want for? What was it like trying to break into a first-team squad that was the size it was? Because, I mean, at, at the time, I, th- I think there's been different quotes about uh, about the size of the squad. I mean, some, some of it is, is up to 50 first-team players. So, I mean, how, how do you kind of set yourself to break into that? Uh, I think, well, you know, obviously, with, with the coaches around me, like Neil, he always had, he had faith in the young lads, you know what I mean? There was me, uh, Michael Brown, Chris Greenacre, uh, Jeff Whitley, you know, these kind of lads, and... He always just say, you know, just keep your head down, you know, you'll get your chance. Uh, and obviously, I got my chance, you know. Uh, Alan Ball came in and stuff like that. And I think it was just down to the manager, really. You know, he wasn't frightened of putting young lads in, you know, if they were good enough. And he'd give them a chance, you know. And, and obviously, you know, he'd give Brownie's chance, Jeffy's chance, and myself my chance. And, uh, you know, I'll be always in debt for that to, to Alan Ball, like, you know, I mean, bless him. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good, but it, you know, even when we did get into training with the first team, that was an honour down at Platt Lane training with them. It was it was amazing, but you know, the first team lads were always there to help you. You know what I mean? Keep your feet on the ground, and stuff like that, and yeah, it was great. But it was a bit surreal, really, because you'd end up training, then you have to go back to doing your jobs, like back over at Main Road, washing the floors and scrubbing the boots and stuff. But yeah, it was great times, great times. Did you ever have um, kind of problems in the first team, bearing in mind that the team were, were struggling at the time? Was it, did it kind of knock your confidence as a young lad? 
Uh, I think as, as a young lad, you know, when, when you get into the team and obviously, you know, main road is always packed, there's always 28,000, 30,000 people there, no matter what division we were in, you know, we always had support and obviously when, uh, uh, you know, things are going against you and you're down there and you're struggling, you know, it's 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 down to you really, you know what I mean, and the players around you, just to focus, job in hand really. Uh, but, you know, I, I didn't really get too much involved in that, you know, I just went out there and played football, you know, just, just try and do what I did, you know, and just concentrate on kicking the ball about them. I won't go to anything else. I wasn't really that good at football, like, but, you know, it's, uh, you know, you just concentrate on it. It was a privilege, wasn't it, to play for such a big team. And even though there were hard times, you know, I look back now and there were great times, really. What was your impression of Joe Royal when, when he came in? Uh, Joe was fantastic. Uh, before I uh, even came to City, I was at Oldham Athletic as a young lad. And Joe and Willie Donachie, they were coaches there. So obviously I'd, I'd worked with Joe as a young lad and he was very much into the youth system at Oldham and always getting around the young lads. And when Joe came from Everton into the club at Man City, you know what I mean? I was, I was over the moon really, like, you know, Joe and, and Willie, because Willie came in as coach. And, you know, Willie and Joe helped me, you know, hell of a lot, you know, as, as a young lad and, and growing up and keeping my feet on, on the ground and that. So, you know, Joe was fantastic. He was just one of the bloke, one of the lads, really. But, you know, he'd always tell you whether you were right or wrong and he wasn't afraid. But but he'd, uh, he'd just set you straight, you know, if you were thinking something, why you want your team, he'd tell you why you wanting the team. He wouldn't just leave you hanging all the time, you know. So you knew where you stood with him. And So I, I respected him and he was a fantastic manager and, uh, and a great bloke as well. And same with Willie. Willie was outstanding, you know, another guy you could just go up and talk to as a young lad and he'd help you, work with you. And again, there was Ace Hartford there, fantastic, you know, another another good bloke who obviously was a great player as well, you know, and uh, always wanting to help and get you fit and stuff like that. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. good, good backroom staff. What do you remember of, of the start to that Division 2 season? How, how, were the, how was the squad feeling at that time? Uh, well, obviously, you know, being such a big club like Man City and then get, getting relegated two seasons on trot wasn't really good news so we knew the pressure was going to be on it but every time you know we had teams coming to Main Road it was like an FA Cup final for you know for them to come to Main Road so I think more or less their game plan was to try and keep us quiet for 20 minutes hoping that the crowd would get on our backs and then it'd all you know go to ratchet really like but but yeah, it was uh, it was pretty hard, and it was it was an hard season uh, down in Division Two. Yeah, definitely, especially the first half of the season, we were really struggling, and we started hitting a bit of form just before Christmas, maybe at the right time. And I think we're playing Wrexham away, and over Christmas time, and you know, and uh, we started picking up the points, and then the lads started believing in themselves, and then we ended up squeezing into the playoffs. You know what I mean? And the rest is history, as I suppose. Were you disappointed to have, have not made automatic promotion, bearing in mind the run that you went on towards the end of the season? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, as a, as a footballer, it's, it's a long season anyway, and there's a lot of games, you know what I mean, it's cup games, and obviously, you know, playing down Division 2, it's it's a lot of rough and tumble, it's, it's different football altogether, you know, and obviously picking up injuries and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, your main aim is to get promoted automatically, but... You know, I think where the things were going, we'd have been happy getting into the playoffs, and we, we ended up getting there. You know what I mean? And probably just hit form at the right time, really. So it worked out well for us. Do you remember your first goal? Uh, no, can you remember? If I, if I said Chesterfield away in a one-all draw. Oh yeah, yeah, Chesterfield. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I'm sure somebody got sent off that game, or I can't, I can't remember. Anyway, we went three at the back. I can remember Joe telling me to go to the left-hand side 
to play through at the back. And I got the ball, I can't remember who passed me the ball. And I was running down, and all I could hear was a gaffer absolutely hammering me. Pass the fucking ball, pass the ball. And uh, so anyway, I just kept inside of, just give it a whack, and just, that was it. Just did it, and fortunately it went in. After the game, I came to the change room, and first thing Joe said to me, he says, Good job that way in Cruxy. <laughs> You'd have been getting it now. So yeah, yeah, another good times, like, you know what I mean? But I think it might have been a cross, to be fair. How, how did you uh, prepare for the playoffs? Um, obviously, the semi-finals against Wigan first. Um, mm. You'd had such a good run going into the into there. Did you just kind of carry that on? Yeah, we carried it on. Uh, Joe took us away, and we, we trained on uh, main road for a bit. Uh, yeah, we went into uh, into that like, and we just carried it on. You know, the confidence was high in camp, and basically it was just down to you know trying to get the two games out of the way. Obviously, Wigan. Been a local game, it was a big game as well. And I remember going to Wigan and we went 1 0 down after more or less, I'm not even touched the ball and was 1 0 down. You know what I mean? So far, here we go. But I suppose it's just City, never do it the easy way, you know what I mean? It's always the hard way, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, it was just normal. The lads knew what was going on. I think it was just a matter of the gaffer sorting his tactics out and picking the team that he wanted to go forward. How do you remember the kind of the morning of the of the game at Wembley? Uh, the morning, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I was. Yeah, I was, I was running with Weaves, and we always used to have like a chicken club sandwich night before, and you know, a drink of blackcurrant and lemonade and all that lot. And we went for a little walk just around London and stuff. You know what I mean? It's bits are real, but obviously, like the, the Man City fans were well up for it. London was packed. We was walking down the street, and you could see the City fans. You know, they was well up for it. And uh, bits are real, really. You know. And then we went back to the room, got ready. You know, had a bit of a talk with the gaffer. Went and got our suits on and stuff, and that was it. it was on his way to Wembley, and you know, coming up Wembley way on the coach. I think it just showed the magnitude of the game, how big and how important it was to the club at the time. You know, and that really hit home because it was just a sea of blue. That's you know, that's all it was, and the coach was moving so slow into the stadium. And I think really that's when it really hit. You know, this we need to do this really. Yeah. Were you nervous? Uh, yeah, uh, I think more excited. I think more excited. I think once you've been out and had a warm up, you know, come up, especially at Old Wembley, the tunnel, you know, it was a really long tunnel. Uh, and then going back in, getting ready, then the team's coming out, that's when it's, you know, it gets a bit real. But I can always remember coming out of the tunnel because it was just like some down the volume up on a, on a hi fi, you know what I mean? The closer we got, and the, the scream and the roar was just unbelievable, and the fireworks and that. You know what I mean? Just talking about it puts the hairs up back of my neck up. But yeah, fantastic day. What do you remember of, of the game itself? Uh, I remember the pitch was absolutely soaking wet and I must have fallen on my ass about three times in the first ten minutes. I knew that. The gaffer was caning me, have you got studs on, have you got studs on, have got studs on. Yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah, it was uh it was, we had a couple of chances, I think I must have gone close, uh, with a shot from about 20, 30 yards out, just went past the post, you know, but I think with Gillingham, you know what I mean, it was always gonna be an hard game anyway. It was a tough team, you know, they had Bob Taylor up front, Kyla Saber up front, you know, Bob ended up signing for us and obviously Kyla went Sheffield United onto other things and you know they were they were strong lads, you know. And good finish, scored plenty of goals between them and uh, Andy Estentire, the midfielder, you know, I think he's about sixty now, I think he's all just retired, hasn't he, somewhere. But you know, he was, he was a he was he was a fit guy, you know what I mean, and a good midfielder, so it was a really hard game for us. Massively hard and then obviously going two 0 down. It's not what we hoped for. But, uh, how, how did you feel when it went to 2-0? Uh, I think, like, we was going to 2-0, I think the way the game was going, because there was that deep, I think 
we always knew there was going to be a chance, you know what I mean? We knew, we believed it was a chance. I don't know if I'd be able, well, obviously people in the crowd didn't believe there was a chance because it's all gone home. Then <laughs> uh, obviously, you know what I mean, uh, Dickie and Kev popped up, like, you know what I mean? And there we are, it's all back on, isn't it? You know, how things can change. This is football, this is why we love the game, isn't it? Anything can change in a second and... You know, but everybody I speak to City fans wise, they never left, they all stayed. Nobody's ever, nobody's ever left that stadium. <laughs> uh, but say that, I might have left. But yeah, it just it just shows you, doesn't it? This is this what makes you know our game such a great game, really. Now you were uh, you were brought off on 85 minutes as, as kind of I think Joe Royal was just throwing the kitchen sink at everything yeah. that he could yeah. get. Yeah. Um, watching kind of from the sidelines and not being able to do anything is that somehow kind of worse for a player? Uh, not really, you know what I mean? I think I was a bit out on my feet anyway, you know what I mean? It was hard and obviously 2-0 down, you know, he's got to go for it a bit as Joe like, you know what I mean? He did right, I think Big Gas Taylor came on and, you know, which is, that's what you need, isn't it, when you're 2-0 down and to go on, but I was out, I, I, I know when I come off that pitch, I'd given everything that I had, you know what I mean? I was out on my feet, I was dead, it had been a long season as well, you know what I mean? And, and Wembley's an unforgiving place, you know what I mean? It's, it's a big old pitch and obviously it was... It was wet as well, it was heavy. So, uh, no, just you could have faith in your lads, and I think that's one thing, you know, our team had, we all had faith in each other. Not only that, we were all friends on and off the pitch, you know what I mean? And I think that showed at that time. I don't think we were amazing players, but, you know, we were good mates and good friends, and it didn't matter if you got dropped or you were sub, we all wanted the right things for each other, and we all cared for each other, and that showed in the end. I was going to say the the one kind of thing that every player that I've spoken to from from the squad has been the team spirit. I mean, the, it seems to be one of the best that City have ever had. Mm. Yeah, it was fantastic, you know. And you know, from the, from the more experienced lads up, you know, like you know Ian Bishop and Kev all up, you know, Dicky, Edgy, you know, and obviously like Weaves, you know, he went on to have a great career and, and did well for City. Just a normal, we were young lads, you know what I mean, and. To have them kind of lads around us were fantastic, you know what I mean? Edgy being a local, well, he's from Oldham and stuff like that. It just meant a lot to the lads. And, but all the lads were very grounded, I think they were just very grounded people. And if you had a problem, you just, you know, the, the lads would help you out. And, you know, and if somebody were, was in the team and you got taken out of the team, there was none of this, oh, I'm not playing, I want to get out of here and all this kind of stuff. It was, no, you wanted the best intentions. The gaffer, you stood by what the gaffer said and you went with it. And it was successful. And I think that's why we were successful. And I think most of the lads will admit, you know, we weren't the greatest, greatest of players, like, but what we did is we try and work for each other, and I think that showed. How proud are you to have, have kind of played at Wembley and have that as, as part of your career? Oh, yeah, uh, it's, it's a massive part of me, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm so proud, you know what I mean? And especially starting there as a kid and coming up through ranks, you know, it's everything in it to a, to a young footballer, you know what I mean? And sitting out, to, you know, it's. it's it's in me, you know what I mean, it's Man City. And it, 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 I'm just glad I'm a part of that to what it is now, you know. I've, I've been back to the Etihad, I think, only I've only been back once or twice, and how far the, the club's come, it, you know, it's, it's a credit to them, and it's good to see that all the fans and supporters that stuck by us through them years are getting it all back now, you know what I mean? And it's always been a fantastic club, you know what I mean? And the support that they have, you know, home and away, is fantastic. But, you know, I've been at the other side of the world, and people have turned around to me. I was even in Afghanistan, and People come up to me and saying, I was at that game, Gillingham, Man City, you know, it's crazy, isn't it? you know what I mean? And you're like, you know, it's just, I think it's just a game that, you know, City fans that were there, they'll never, they'll never forget really. I know they've had a lot of success, you know, now, but I think that game goes down in a bit of history, like, really. 
I wanted to ask, I mean, you mentioned Afghanistan there. How, how do you make the transition from retiring from football to, to going into the RAF? What, what kind of made that decision for you? Uh, I wanted away from football, uh, but I just wanted to totally get away from it. And if I hadn't been a footballer, I wanted to go in the forces anyway, you know what I mean? Uh, my brother serving and stuff like that. So I thought, right, give it a go. And I spoke to my brother about it and he just give it a go, why not? You know what I mean? I'm still fit enough, so went and did it, tried my luck at it got through all my selection and that was it and, and I've enjoyed it it's been another part of my life you know what I mean and an experience has opened my eyes up And uh, but I think it makes all the better what's happened in my career before all the better and how lucky I was it makes you so I think at the time sometimes you just think oh I'm a footballer and that's it you know and it just makes you realise how lucky you know even the lads now these days you know what I mean they've got everything they need you know what I mean they've got the health they've got you know playing football for a living is one you know what I mean getting paid for something that you love doing it's, it's a gift, you know what I mean, and it should be an honour. So when I see players moaning and joining about, oh, well, we'll do this, you know what I mean, it's, it's you know, the forces are putting in perspective for me, you know what I mean, it's made me a better person, really. So, so what is it that you do these days? Uh, well, I'm, I'm uh, on one squadron, I'm a regiment gunner, uh, which basically, I'm an infantry soldier, you know what I mean, and uh, yeah, that's what I do, like day to day stuff. and and I enjoy it, you know, every day is a different day, you know what I mean, it's never one day exactly the same. And obviously there's a lot of, just like football, a lot of training, dedication goes into getting ready to go on operations, you know what I mean, we can be training up to, you know, 8 to 12 months to go on one operation, so it's just the same as football really, train all week, you know, for a match day and our match days are just in a foreign country at the moment. Well, I was going to say it's kind of like the same kind of teamwork aspect as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's massively. You know, it's it's all based on you know every every person that's in the forces. It's all based on teamwork. It's these guys that are out there now serving. You know what I mean? From a cook to a you know fighter jet pilot to an infantry soldier. You know what I mean? That it's all one big team. And and if one cog of that don't work, then none none of it will work. So yeah, it's a massive team game and. You need lads that that's idea that you know you can put trust in, and, you know, and hopefully they trust you. You know what I mean? And, but like I say, you've got friends for life. Now you've been um, out to Afghanistan. What's what's it like out there as as somebody who obviously you've experienced the atmosphere of, for example, the Wembley playoff, and then to suddenly go into kind of that that atmosphere there? Yeah. So uh, even though you are going away with a lot of lads, it's uh, it's a very lonely place. It seems it's very airy and very lonely you know it's lonely at times you know what I mean obviously being away from your family it's, that's a big one you know what I mean and uh, but yeah it's it's, uh, it's a brutal environment you know what I mean and it, it's all what's going on at world really you know what I mean but it makes you uh, not take things for granted like water heating getting fed every day you know what I mean we've got great hospitals trains we've got everything you know what I mean but still seem to moan about it no, I mean, and I don't really see reason to moan really we've got everything we need so yeah it's uh, yeah it was a massive experience for me a massive life changing experience but for the better you know what I mean for the better and uh, in, a, in a crazy way after it has settled a bit I quite enjoyed it <laughs> you know what I mean I enjoyed it so yeah it was a good experience I loved every minute of it have you met many City fans out there? yeah yeah there's quite a few on uh, on my squadron big city fans and when I came onto a squadron like you know what I mean it was all there like with the city shirts on and they were at Wembley and they've done this and been in that game and Mad City fans all from Manchester you know what I mean so 
yeah, I think yeah, all the Manchester lads on my squad are all massive Man City fans and Man City nuts. You know what I mean? Can you get me this? Can you get me that? You know what I mean? I've been back to the club for years. You know what I mean? No. So uh, just asking me questions and that. But yeah, it's you know obviously that makes you you know makes you understand what went on. You know what I mean? When they're asking you questions, and, you know how did it feel? What did this? What did that? You know what I mean? And having a kick about with them, having desert. Yeah, it's all right. Ha, ha, ha.